Welcome to Unabashed You, conversations to become who you already are. The focus at UI is to be who you are without apology, for you are one of a kind, without equal. Be encouraged as these conversations will help you think, celebrate who you are, and move you in some way. Your companion to the whimsy and beauty of the human spirit, Rochelle Condi now. We are celebrating our 100th episode today. It's been a wonderful, challenging, fulfilling ride, and one we want to keep going. I asked Sean to sit in with me. We've invited a couple of past guests, Amanda and Priscilla, to join us. We're switching up the usual get-to-know-you section and adding the believe questions to round it out. It adds up to a memorable time. Well, shall we go back and forth, kind of question by question? That's better. Yeah, I think that just feels okay, better. A random fact that most people wouldn't know about you. I would say that I worked for the uh, undercover for the State Department of Justice for a time. I think many people would not know that, and that was um, I, I helped. They asked me to help out. It wasn't so. It was an independent contractor situation. It wasn't an ongoing. Yep. I did it several times. Actually, you went with me once undercover as a child with a a fake ear infection. So, you know, good times. Not far off from the truth. <laughs> Not far off from the truth. <laughs> exactly. And what about a random fact that uh, most people would not know about you? Well, one, thank you for being so brave for saying all of that, because people could still be waiting to come after you. So um, <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> uh, a random fact, I, just most recently, I've learned how to juggle again. So I, I once had to juggle for uh, a CYT show when I was growing up. And then um, I'm doing like a Mardi Gras thing. And I had my friend, Tony, and he taught me how to juggle again. And so now I'm a, I can juggle again. <laughs> oh, that's fun. And I do want to see that. And we do have some old Mandarin oranges on hand. So next time you're over, I'm, I'd like to see that live. Remind okay. me of the show that you were in that you needed to juggle. Tom Sawyer. Tom I, the, Sawyer. The oh quickest quick change I've ever had for those of you listening that maybe don't do theater. Quick change is like you might be in one outfit or be a different character and you go off stage and there are usually customers, maybe three waiting off stage and they just strip you and chuck more clothes on you. <laughs> and it was like only a couple seconds and I had to leave as the preacher and then come back as a clown. Oh my gosh. You knew that's that that right. Would start a lifelong career. And as I recall, um, the clown was an add on to the script. You were, there was the script did not call for a clown. They decided to, you know, throw you back in as a clown. They just took one look at me and were like, this kid's yeah. a clown. Yeah. What does that say? I'm not sure. No, no, it, it speaks to your, your comedic, your comedic uh, chops. All right. So who would you, who would play you in a movie and what would it be called? Okay. I, we, we might've done something similar to this. Um, Probably. But maybe a new answer or maybe okay. I don't, don't remember what I said. <laughs> <laughs> Is um, Hamish Linklater. Oh my gosh. Yes. Because you, I think you said when you were watching New Adventures of Old Christine, um, which is a comedy sitcom that he reminded, he reminded you of me. No, he reminded me of, Oh gosh, it's too early. <laughs> he he and myself reminded of each other. <laughs> um, and since watching that show, and we know he can do comedy, 
Yes. And then watching Midnight Mass, and we know he can do drama. Yes. We know he can do the subtleties of my yes. life. He can bring it. He can bring it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Great shout out to Hamish. And he's like, he's a good looking dude, but he's not like Hollywood where it looks like they were made in a, in a vat somewhere. <laughs> or more. You know, he looks like a normal person, but like a handsome, normal person. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I, that is absolutely spot on. Brilliant. <laughs> As the English say, brilliant. brilliant. And what's, what's the movie going to be called? I think the title, <laughs> just because I, uh, of what I just said, it would just have to be a really long title. You know, like that one movie, if you saw it, the the coward of something who shot Jesse James. Da, 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 da. Did you ever watch that one? No. It, it rings a dis- very long faintest name. bell. Faintest, okay. faintest a Very bell. long name. Mine, would, because of my little faux pas, my little kerfuffle just a minute ago, I think it would have to be the <laughs> the... Um, I remind him of, no, he reminds me of you. We remind <laughs> me of him. And so people would read the title and go, what? Right. There's your hook. What? The confusion, the confusion. It's a weird title. I don't know if I want to see that. Oh, Hamish. Oh, okay. but, but maybe I do want to see it maybe because I- <laughs> it's such a mystery. Yeah. What is this all about? Now who would play you? And what would that move? Okay, this is a perfect connection. And it just shows that not only are we related, but we have similar brains. (laughs) You you gave a shout out to New Adventures of Old Christine. So I chose Julia Louis-Dreyfus to play me because brown hair, brown eyes, you know, the, the ages are not so far off. I thought she could bring the comedy and she could also, you know, comedy is is drama with kind of a different timing. I maybe it would be one kind of way to put it, right? Write that down. Yeah, write that down. And it would be called, now stay with me here, <laughs> a brown-eyed girl and her three goldens. <laughs> okay. So the reason it would be called that is because we've had three golden retrievers. And the, so it would be told from the golden retrievers sort of, like my my story would would be revealed through through the the the, the eyes of of the, the three different dogs. Both the, how, oh, sorry, go. Go no, just the three different acts. So the first one, Lacey, would be a lot of flashbacks to earlier, you know, high points and low points of earlier years, and then mm-hmm. Callie would be all the kids, and you know. Although Lacey was some of the kids too. And then Callie would be, you know, the the rest of the kids and and all of that. And then uh, Layla, the curtain golden would be, you know, the third act and and all this stuff that's going on now. So what do you think of that? (laughs) That sounds good. And I like that each of your goldens have been wildly different. Yes, they have. So it would be an an interesting perspective for each of them. Yes. Yes. Different time periods. Exactly. Now, who would you want to be stuck on an elevator with? Oh, you got to pick someone who, I mean, how long are we talking? You know, are we talking I like don't know. half a day or something? Because you want someone that has a lot of good stories and is entertaining. So I, I would probably go back to, actually, you know, I, I'm going to change my answer. I, I would usually go for like my, <laughs> my usual, you know, like. 
maybe Dave Grohl or um, or Timothy Oliphant or like these people who are like very kind and seem like a lot of fun. And I know this person just passed, but let's pretend that they didn't. Louis Anderson. Oh, interesting. Okay, Louis Anderson. I haven't seen a lot of what he did, although he had a cartoon when I was growing up. Um, but I, I, sh- I think I sent you a clip of him from Baskets. Yes. Funny. And um, he seems very kind and he seems very th- like thoughtful, not just in a kindness way, but just very like introspective and that he would have a lot of interesting stories to talk about. And he was taught, I, I saw an interview with him where he was talking about how he, it was late at night and he lost like tens of thousands of dollars gambling when he had a gambling problem. Wow. There was no, he wanted to go to Vegas from LA to Vegas there were no flights. So he got in a car, drove to Vegas, got a loan, got the money back, took a flight back and was <laughs> ready to go for an ADM uh, like commercial shoot. Oh my gosh. You know, like what a crazy story. So, yeah. Well, yeah. Um, so he could regale you with many stories from his life. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You got time to kill in that elevator. Now, what about you? I went with Kathleen Madigan because she's a comedian, Santa comedian, uh-huh. because she would entertain me and she would love all the laughs I would give her. It would be like this, you know, reciprocity where she, you know, tells a story and I laugh and she it eggs her on. She tells more of the story. So we would just, uh, you know get to know each other. And, and uh, yeah, she would tell stories and I would laugh. <laughs> and you'd, you'd end up being in her next special. I would imagine if you were stuck in an elevator with her. Oh, that would be fun. I could do that. <laughs> now, what nugget have you gotten from the idea of being more you, which is one of the lessons we learn from the podcast unabashed you. Yeah, exactly. I would say to be fully me and to be confident in that. And by, mm. I don't mean confident, like in a cocky way, but to, you know, to own who I am and to feel comfortable in that and to feel good about that, it, you know, in um, small ways, you know, if I'm on a walk and I'm listening to music and I mean, I'll, I'll start snapping. I might sing along. I might stop and do a little jig, (laughs) you know, that, and that's, I'm fine with that. If somebody stops and kind of looks at me, I might, you know, kind of wave like, yeah, I'm I'm just being me. Yeah. And uh, you know, in big ways, I would say, you know, starting this podcast, having conversations with other people, my, my absolute love in life is to encourage. I just, it is just, mm, I don't even know how to explain what it, it's, what drives me. It's what sat, it fulfills me. It challenges me. I love it. So uh, to get to have these conversations and encourage other people, any listeners who might be listening and, and are, you know, also encouraged. I just, I, I, I love that. And I probably on some level live for that. Very good. What a, a, a nice thing to, <laughs> to, to have and want to do. You know, I think a lot of people like, I want a really nice car. I want this and that. It's, it's nice <laughs> to want to, to cur- encourage people because we need yeah. more of that. I do. Now, what about you um, from the idea of being more you? Well, I don't want to steal Priscilla's, but mine was the same thing of um, 
be unapologetic. You know, that was really, I forget which episode that was. It was a gal. Callie, Callie Prendeville, not Callie, the golden retriever, Callie, the person, Callie Marie okay. Prendeville Johnson. Yeah. Of just being like, I, I cognizantly try to think about like, you know, oh gosh, I'm so sorry. And like, do I need to say that? Or can I say, thank you for being patient? Yes. Or, and I still do it, but I think I do it less. And I think I've gotten better. It's been a lifelong journey. And I'm sure I'm not done. No. Um, um, of, I think I'm a giver. And I think there are a lot of takers out there and they, and they just sort of try and bleed you dry. And so I'm trying to get better about standing my ground in a kind and polite way. Like my mm-hmm. parents taught me mm-hmm. the truth and love. Yes. Um, but also being like, no, that doesn't work. You know, yes. um, a shout out to <laughs> court. Who's a, a gentleman that I've worked with several times and I've never seen anybody better who says no, thank you, which is the biggest smile. And it could, and it could be such a, like, really your, your brain doesn't know what to do. Cause it'd be like, Hey, we're all going out. Like, do, do you want to go get some food? And he'll go, Oh no, thank you. And he'll just shoot you the biggest smile. And you're like, I don't, I'm sad. Cause he said no, but also he's smiling. It <laughs> <laughs> short circuits you. Uh, yeah. So I, I think I just continuing to hopefully hone myself into being a more um, complete per, a version of myself, which is hopefully, you know, more giving and gracious, patient, loving, mm-hmm. all, the, all the good stuff. All and, the good trying stuff. To, trying to slowly push out all of the uh, less desirable. Right. And I like that you are, you know, you're in the process, I-N-G. I mean, that's kind of a concept that's come up a lot lately and how, you know, even in my heading into my third act here, I am still ING. I'm still, it's not ED. It's not gonna be ED. It just isn't. And that, and that's, I think that's part of the way we're here. I mean, we're, it's to keep moving forward into the best, you know, we can be in any moment at any time. And as we learned from our book last night, from Shout Out to Book Club, um, and Rob Bell's What is the Bible? For that, uh, I, I can't recall what the word is, but that long uh, <laughs> yes. Greek word, but um, it, you know, meaning like retelling something. And that even when you retell a story, you retell the bad parts, but you give it like they're all of a sudden sort of fun, or you give it embellishment. So taking those bad things and turning them into something hopefully positive, moving forward, and hopefully those bad things don't bring you. Uh, you know, they still suck, but that they don't fully tear you down. And hopefully, like if someone wasn't kind to you, hopefully you go forward going, instead of going, I can't wait to be unkind to somebody else. Mm -hmm. I want to make sure no one ever feels that way. Right. Right. And what was the, uh, what we decided was the synonym, or he actually gives the synonym for the word. What was it? Recapitulate. Recapitulate. There it is. Oh my gosh. Yes. Fantastic. Oh my gosh. That is, 
Yeah, we, uh, we've mentioned before, uh, we have a book club, uh, Sean, Priscilla and I, every other Wednesday night, we uh, finish Richard Rohr's <clears throat> The Universal Christ, and now we're reading the book Sean mentioned, Rob Bell's, uh, is it called, what's it called? Reading the Bible, or? Well, I think it's, what is? What, what is the Bible? Bible? Okay, what yeah. is the Bible? Okay. So anything else you want to say as far as, like, what do you believe? Why do you believe that? How does that show up in your life? I feel like I just accidentally <laughs> went into that a little bit. Um, no, not at all. I mean, yes. Uh, um, yeah, I'd like to say I, that. Yeah. Uh, so believing. So it, since we're in the belief series right now, why do you believe? Why do you believe it? How does it show up in your life? I, I really believe that every person needs love to grow into all that they can be. And and I think if you don't get that, it's harder to be all that you can be. So I, I've seen it. I've experienced it through my own life and the lives of others. If you don't get that, there's, you know, you kind of make up for it in the best way you can, but I don't think you can be fully whole without that. Now, the only exception to that would be, you know, if there's some kind of, um, you know, genetic, huge genetic miss or a mm-hmm. chemical kind of miss or, you know, whatever that, that is, that's a, di- that's kind of a different thing altogether. Yeah. But on, I really believe if we took, you know, people who maybe, uh, you know, did extremely unkind things and then some and uh, go to the farthest extreme you can think of. I think if you kind of trace back their lives to the very beginning, you would find that they fell into one of those two categories. They Mm -hmm. weren't, they weren't properly loved because they, the people that they were raised by had not been properly, properly loved and so on and so on. So it keeps getting passed down, passed down, passed down. Or there was, you know, some sort of abnormality within their genes or what have you that, you know, like loving people can produce somebody who, you know, has something that's very amiss. And so it's harder for them to to then do well. Anyway, it's something I've thought about for a lot of years. And um, that's, that's why I think that love and having love and being love is so important. Well said. Well said. Yeah. And what about you? Well, I already did a little bit, so I'll just do a small nugget right now, sort of piggybacking off of yours. Um, and I'm going to get the, the, the original phrase wrong. Cause I'm, I'm not great at memorizing things verbatim hmm. uh, as you know, but if we could all keep our, um, our French, our front porch clean, then the whole world wouldn't be a mess. Oh, wow. You know, so if we all did our own individual stuff, it'd all be good. You know, like it just takes that little bit, but people um, don't want to do that. So sort of take care of your own stuff and that will really lend itself to everybody else taking care of their stuff, so to speak. Yes. And, and by stuff, we don't mean literal stuff, but you know, your yeah. own, you, you, that's what you're talking about. Is that right? Yes. And that assumes that everyone had the emotional um, intelligence or want to do that. And I think that's part of the problem is, you know, you, you walk around and there's just trash on the floor and like my mind, I, I was raised. To be like, I, I would never 
I could never just like chuck something like, eh, chuck it on the ground. Like that's beyond, beyond me. And so if we all (laughs) did that, then there wouldn't be random trash everywhere. Right. And so that's a completely different mindset. The person that throws something down, even in that millisecond, there's something that flashes across their brain. Like, I don't have to be the one to pick this up or entitlement, entitlement right? Exactly. Or, or being, yeah, there's, there's, there is definitely something missing there that they didn't get or that they, yeah, they've been sort of taught that somebody else is going to take care of that. And, and yeah, yeah, right. And so then I would go with my thing and kind of see if I could trace that back to, you know, where they loved. And, you know, I think people in general terms are love, but I also think it's a degrees kind of a thing based on how they were raised with love. So anyway, it, it, it obviously can go on and on and all of that. I think if you, you know, think of all the great stories that we're drawn to, you know, there's, there's something there has to be conflict in a story for it to be compelling and interesting. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes the conflict is, you know, deficiency, what's missing or deprivation or, you know, what have you. And being able to meet people where they're at and showing up in acceptance and sharing grace with those who need it. And, and myself included, because we, we don't really know the whole picture. We're, we're not supposed to. Preach. <laughs> well, skip church this weekend because we just. <laughs> I, these are things I enjoy pondering. You know how I love to ponder. Yes. And um, this is, a, you know, a platform to be able to have conversations with people who, you know, I, I try to come up with words that indicate you know, the non-celebrity status of of people. And and so think of all the words that come up, average, normal, regular, ordinary. No, those words do not work for me at all because I don't think there are ordinary people. I don't think anybody's regular. Normal, I mean, what is that? You know, what what is that? Average, no. So I, I have yet to come up with a word that sort of conveys and adequately, more than adequately describes the people that we're having conversations with on the show. Yeah, I can't think of it. I was yeah. commonplace in that. No, see, all the words are awful. They're all awful. Mean, median, and mode, isn't that? No, yo, gosh. Yeah. Well, yeah, that, yeah, no. So, anyway, that's something that we need to continue to work on. Yes. I am another series you do. And then, God, yeah. Just did a hundred. Yes, this is, and yes, and we are reminded to be uh, that we are celebrating the one hundredth episode. This is it. We are very grateful to everybody who has listened in the various countries we've been fortunate enough to be in. The the United States, the different states and commonwealths and territories we've had the pleasure of being in. I'm I'm over the moon. I mean, I'm starting to get proclaimed here. I'm over the moon with tremendous gratitude and um, and thanksgiving for for the, the wonderful adventure that this has been. 
Gobble, gobble. <laughs> and I want to thank Sean for, he will join me on a whim on, you know, just, he, he, you're just, uh, what would we call that? A Johnny be ready. I don't know. Yeah, whatever had it is. That had some sort of. Uh, oh, pinch hit, pinch hitter. Yes. Sports. Pinch hitter. Yes. Sports. Yes. Yes. Rah, rah team. Thank you, Sean. You are a joy and a delight. You are the sunshine of my life. Thank you very much. Thank you for, for going off of everything that we just talked about. Thank you for raising me right. Oh my gosh. What a blessing and a joy and an honor it has been. And that little shout out to Stevie Wonder. I used to sing that song to you when you were little, 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 you are the sunshine of my life. So I, he knows that. And I just had to throw that out there. So the listeners know too. <laughs> Thank you for being who you are. Happy 100. Thank you, Sean. Yes, I am deeply moved by the power of people just like you, just like me, to have impact through the simple act of having a conversation and sharing a piece of who you are with the rest of us. Thank you for making these past 100 episodes a thing of beauty, for becoming a part of who I am. May I continue to serve by encouraging you in the next 100. Oh, and if you want to be on the show, let me know. We can make that happen. The Unabashed You website has a page for each guest filled with photos, quotes, and a blog with embedded audio at unabashedyou.com. You can find the show on other podcast platforms. Want to lend your support and encouragement? We invite you to subscribe, follow, rate, review, and share. On Instagram and Facebook, you can find us under Unabashed You. If you want to connect, the email is unabashedyou at gmail.com for questions, comments, and anything else. If you want to be part of our weekly emailing list highlighting the week's episode, give us a shout. We'd be happy to add you, and your info will never be shared. Website visits, social media, and word of mouth in sharing these episodes makes us discoverable, so thanks for your support there. We want these conversations to help you think, celebrate who you are, and move you in some way. Be encouraged as you continue to listen, read, and be inspired. And now our blessing. When I started counting my blessings, my whole life turned around. And that's by Willie Nelson. Count your blessings today and thank you for blessing me these past 100 episodes. Amen. Today, be unabashed, be you. <laughs>